play out because it's my. F I love when they like had the perfect ending to it, and then he just comes back in one, two, <laughs> and they they do just twenty more seconds. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's what it's all about when you're in a band. You do the jam out ending where you ever you know everyone's just going crazy, and then you hit the spot right all together, but then you keep hitting it like bump, bump, bump. Bum, 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 and then you pick it up again, and you just play the song again. You go back into the song, you know, and you just keep oh, rocking out, you know. Great. That's like, uh, that's how it works, dude. This is the jam out ending, man. Yeah. That's great, man. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Dude, that is uh, one of the greatest band names, and this song in particular, The Fire Down Below, made me think about a couple things, I gotta say. Number one. Does anybody out there got that fire down below anymore? My God. Right. What a statement from an older time where just nowadays nobody's got any kind of fire. I got to say, just uh, being around everybody and cruising around the streets and going out, just everybody seems uh, deflated, fireless. But if you need some fire in your life, check out the cover of the album that this song came from, Night Moves. It is absolutely spectacular. It's Bob Seger with a Fu Manchu <laughs> and a leather jacket. And uh, he's got the wind blowing in his hair. And Bob Seger looks like that gross dude that sits next to you at the bar and you kind of like scoot your stool over a few feet to the right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know Then saying? you hear him play guitar. You scoot right back to the left. Right back to the left. <laughs> hey, Bobby. <laughs> You got that fire down below there? Oh, yeah. He's, de he's definitely the guy when there's three urinals. You're on the left. He goes for the middle. Yeah, he sits. He's right next to you. Yes, he's that guy. <laughs> and then, like, talks to you. you yeah, know? it's because his dong is huge. Uh, so <laughs> Bob Seger in the Silver Bullet Band with the Night Moves album. And you, I, I'm impressed, sir. You went past... Rock and Roll Never Forgets and Night Moves and played The Fire Down Below. Ooh, Night Moves. Such a good... Actually, I think my favorite in that might... Uh... Also, that album's also got a Main Street, which I, I dig. I, I personally just love... I love the Bob Seger, man. I really yeah. do. I have just a huge soft side for the Bob Seger, man. And the Silver Night Bullet, Moves, man. Yeah. Dude, they're just, their catalog is so fantastic. It's just so rock and roll. You got to see this guy now. 78. Looks great. Aged very well. Very nice. <laughs> yes. I totally agree. Uh, I've seen pictures of him. He, and he still rocks the Fu Manchu, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, but it's all gray. All gray, baby. He's, he's like a wizard now. A Fu Manchu he, wizard. if you will, is the silver bullet now. Wow. hey oh, Yeah. <laughs> Night Moves came out <clears throat> October 22nd. Wow, 1976. Wow, I didn't even realize that. Crazy. Eerie timing, if you will, considering the month we are in. Are you a big Halloween fella? You do the costumes? Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's exactly uh, Probably one of my least favorite times. Every girl <laughs> just dresses slutty. Kids come for candy. Everybody acts a fool. It's retarded. Good times had by all. I dig on the uh, slutty sometimes. ladies. I think it's uh, good eye candy since I'm an adult now and I can't enjoy the candy candy. Uh, so, you know, I'm down with that. Uh, I'm not down with the, you have to buy the candy now. 
You know, when I was a kid, Halloween was the greatest day because you go to people's houses to get the free candy. Now I'm the guy with the house, and I have to give out the free candy. No, they don't do that anymore. You see the gay shit they're doing now in the white places? I'm in one of those white places. What's happening now? <laughs> Dude, they're doing these uh, parking lot trick-or-treating. No, that was the pandemic, man. We had trick. Oh, they're still doing it. We had trick or treaters last year, man. It was annoying. I was hoping it was over with, and it was like a solid three plus hours of the of the kids. Emma loved it, you know. I mean, it was mostly kids, and they had adorable costumes on and all that stuff. And you know, <clears throat> we let them take the handfuls of candy, right? Yeah. All right. They were they were back. I don't know. I, I hate Halloween. I hate scary movies. You know, it's funny. A lot of women, I feel like, love Halloween. Yes, but they could be slutty. It's a holiday for the ladies and the gay fellas. Oh, the gays love it. The gays love it, and so do the women. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's Good right. Call. Lesbians hate it, because then they get confused for the fun. <laughs> I'm not wearing a costume. What are you talking about? For work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. I just did a break job. <laughs> we, you know, we don't. I don't see those dykes anymore, man. We used to have real dykes in this world. Now I don't no, know. Even they, the dykes got feminized. I don't dude. know what happened Everybody's here. Everybody's gay now. It's crazy. Even the dykes. It's the water, man. Alex Jones is right, dude. Something happened to all us frogs, man. Really? <laughs> just turned everybody into pussy. You don't have any more guys looking like Bob Seger on the cover of Night Moves. You know? <laughs> yeah. That guy's just—he's just screaming masculinity. It's incredible, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Well, good times. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, dude, I, met, I met this kid. He's a fucking soldier, dude. And I want I I wanted to just scream at the top of my lungs at this. That like it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He's 20 years old. He's fucking fat. So fucking out of shape. Just sloppy. And and I. Man, that uniform used to mean something. Uh, I guess it didn't. There were fat soldiers when I was in. Well, you know, um, uh, I mean, it's terrible. We're at a point, though, societally, where we're just completely obese. I believe, sti- statistically, if you look at it, uh, you know, even here in Colorado, we're in like the thirty percent range. I believe, maybe forty, in the obesity factor. Yeah. A state that maybe still is considered one of the healthiest. Uh, you know, this country is, uh, you know, kind of enlarged a bit, especially during the pandemic, man. The pandemic was the fattening. Do, do you know when I realized the army was like, it wasn't what I imagined it was? And it's not what I realized it wasn't what people think it was. And when I realized it had gone too soft, and I'm talking, this is back in 2007. <clears throat> This is when I realized it was the end of America. There were guys walking around in the uniform, but gym shoes instead of the boots. Wow. There you go. And it was just like fat dudes who had these like waivers from a doctor because they 
you know, it hurt their ankles or they all had excuses. Yeah, man. I mean, look at our Senate. We have a fat retard walking around in (laughs) gym shoes, shorts, and a a hoodie (laughs) with a doctor's note saying he's depressed. He's depressed. That's our our Senate right Uh, now. I know. How are you shocked? Well, everyone's obese, and so because of the rise in fatness, you have a rise in all these bizarre diseases. Uh, Not bizarre, but bizarre in, you know, we have a rise in, or there's a lot of people with things like diabetes, right? When we sh- that, it's just kind of a tall tale sign of an unhealthy peoples if a lot of us have diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe we're a little bit, I don't know, obese. Maybe we're eating the wrong things. And Too much sugar, man. No, you're wrong, dude. You're so wrong. We need Dr. Jen here to tell us why we all have <laughs> diabetes. Oh, I can't wait for that. Now to a GMA health alert. A new study finds a strong... Whoa, whoa, my seatbelt done. Whoa. Folks, grab a hold of something hard and maybe <laughs> connect it to the ground. We got G-Force winds coming at you. That's right. I hope her, I hope her name's not Sharon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, he has to say diabetes. Uh, we'll, we'll let him try it. Now to a GMA health alert. A new study finds a strong link between eating red meat and a person's chance of developing type 2 diabetes. Our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer yeah, Ashton. That was a tough was one. Uh, he, Me- red meat? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's not the sugar. It's not the ho-hos. It's not the bag of chips. It's not the fact that we're all eating fast food on the daily. It's not the fact that everybody's obese, right, statistically. No, 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 no. You got to stop eating that red meat, man. Eat the it's bug the burgers, the meat. bug uh, burgers. Uh, Doc, break it down for us. Okay, we're talking about lamb, beef, pork, sausage, It's crazy because black people have the highest a- rate of diabetes, and they're not really known for the red meat. Like, what are they known for eating? I'm going to let you fill in that blank. <laughs> I wish I had a But if, but if I were sandwich. playing a Mad Libs, I might toss a chicken on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey Big study, over 200,000 people followed for 30 years, published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, basically found a direct link and association. Didn't show cause and effect, but the more red meat ah. consumed, the Oh, so no proof. Okay, I got nope, you. Yeah, yeah, I, I love how you just, I like how you just sneak throw that little, because, that little because caveat they, at the end there, dude. Because <laughs> how, how old are the people watching this shit, right? It's, they're in their 60s, right? They're in, they don't, do they know what cause and effect even means? <laughs> no, no. Well, Michael, I must say we don't have any proof at all that it causes. But there's a, dude, actually, speaking of the uh, age of the audience there. Golden Bachelor. I think they nailed it. I told you they did. I told. I announced this before the show even you aired. You were right. You won me over. You were right. What do you? Do nobody's you know, watching The Bachelor and The Bachelor. Emma doesn't even watch that shit anymore. It's too long. She does. She's staring at TikTok while The Bachelor's on. Yeah, but you know why the Golden Bachelor actually kind of like sucked me in a little bit oh i didn't know you're into it no i'm excited to no, hear no, it I, I, I don't have time though. i got a life i don't got time. okay i got you but but i tuned in i tuned in it it i had to see it like they like suck. Dude, I, I finished the whole episode I was it's like, getting oh, uh good reviews and i believe it's getting high ratings because they are gearing it towards people who actually watch tv still no but that's not why it's good oh you know why it's good? all right i'll tell you why all the shows before this, 
Remember Joe Millionaire? You know, you I remember Joe Millionaire. I remember Average Joe. We got Average Bachelor, Joe, Bachelorette. Yeah, me and all these guys. You know, like we're watching whole, Bachelor in Paradise right now. Oh yeah. And the, and the whole concept was like this twenty-four-year-old beautiful <laughs> yeah. woman who oh, any yeah. guy in America would fuck. Oh, She's one yeah. of twelve beautiful women. That's right. <laughs> right. All of them on their last chance for love. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, she's 24, gorgeous. She's going to have many chances for love. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Probably lots of marriages and divorces. And, yeah, she's yes. not even on her first divorce That's yet. That's right. Like, don't even give me that, right? <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing was like, they're going to get married after eight weeks. You know, it's like, no, that's so stupid, right? But when you watch The Golden Bachelor, the 73-year-old lady, is like, you know, this really feels like, I might have found just my last chance at a, a, a you know, my last love. You're right, like, yeah. You're like, For real. yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Yes, absolutely. Be, you know, the one lady was like, you know, at this age, you got to think, you know, you might not even be around next year. So just a sh- even a short relationship, it could be your last one. So you got to make it worth it. I'm like, hey, you got your, this is amazing. <laughs> it's kind of a beautiful show. <laughs> it's a beautiful show, dude. Th- these are people I believe. You know, you're, you're, you're a 73 year old woman. Where do you go to find love? It's got to be so hard, right? So grab eight of them. There's way more old ladies than old men. Grab eight old ladies, stick them in a house with an old man, and let them have a chance at one last love. Fuck it. In the end, he might go home with three, four of them. Wow, you know? yeah. The old people don't care at that point. <laughs> I don't know, man. They were, that's, a, that's a great concept, you know? It's very interesting, and I still want to see more of a show where they do the five seven seven guy. You know, uh, yeah, but that's a, a lot of blurring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta extend the black block right down to the knees. Sorry, man. Uh, well, that's the problem. When you got a five seven seven, when you put it on TV, it's just mostly blur. The what do you What do you like on. better? Do you like the blur, the pixelation, or the black, or the like circle, or the block? Black bar. I love the black bar. Bu- the black Dude, bar the is bar, so funny because you can make it big, you can make it really small. Yeah, and it's like so can, funny. You can make you could really stretch the imagination with the black bar. You know what I'm the comedy of the black bar. The black <laughs> bar could go up, you know, so it starts to raise. <laughs> it goes from vertical to horizontal, you know. Like that's come on. There's so much you could do with the bar. <laughs> there's a lot of comedy with the bar. The pixelated uh, blob, not so much. I feel like that's too much like Japanese porn, you know. <laughs> they blur it out, huh? That's the whole. That's the whole deal with ja- just Japan. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a really weird one. Nobody else does the blurred porno. No, Japan, and they're still doing it. Weird that, you know, 2023. Maybe like, they should could, unblur it. Buy... <laughs> What's up? They have, like, a declining population, and nobody has sex there anymore. Maybe they should start unblurring their porn, show people what it's all about. Oh, maybe that's why they're blurring it. If you want to see a pussy, you got to go get one. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. And speaking of getting one, uh, we're talking red meat and diabetes here, people. And oh, yeah. Dude, I cannot believe they're trying to blame that. You know they did this same exact thing with cholesterol? Yes. No, I, I've and, got- it, and it turned out to be sugar? Newsflash, sugar's it, it's bad It's all sugar, okay? There's no way red meat is the cause of this. this. That's why I love this clip. 
They show all these pictures, by the way, during it of like a rare steak, you know, and like just beautiful cuts of meat. And the people getting diabetes from eating a shit ton of red meat yeah. are the, are going to Burger King and McDonald's. Yes. And, and they're getting the diabetes from the fucking ketchup, the sugar in the bread. Yes. And the sugar in the bread and the fucking pop. And let's not. And how about the fact that those French fries that are chugging down are Bill Gates mosquito infested malaria mRNA vaccine fries? Uh, even, even worse, dude. Those fries had to get degassed. Ugh. I know. There's just. There's no way it's red meat causing the diabetes epidemic in this country it's absolutely because of all the sugar that's in everything yeah i gotta tell you man nona keeps like once in a while she'll get these potatoes and she'll like cut them open and be like look at this i told you like she thinks they're doing something to the potatoes and uh you know, we all just tell her she's crazy. So she's she, not. Her and I have con- long conversations good. often oh, no. about how I agree with her totally. The fruit yeah, and the produce right. from the store is not the same. No, she's right. There's, right. So, if you, there's something up with it. If you can't agree with her, then she will, she, you know, she'll throw out the potatoes. No, just eat them. No, no, you got to throw them out. Right? It's not like you're going to go to the store and get non-GMO. Everything's GMO. Monsanto won't let anybody grow anything with seeds. <laughs> In fact, you're not wrong, actually. I've read up on this before. Monsanto owns the patent on all the seeds. That's why they, like, no one always complains that, like, nothing in the store has seeds anymore. Yes, which should be bizarre. It is to people who are used to it. And it's true. Monsanto doesn't want you to be able to just grab a you know, grab some grapes and go grow a grapevine. Very true. And they don't want us growing, which is probably why they do all the chemtrailing over our houses, right? They block the sun, kill our crops, you know. I gotta tell you, man, you sent me that video. Get a little, uh, you know. Oh, Emma and I watched it together and we're laughing because we were in our backyard. It was a blue sky. And her and I together watched as they did these Zigs, the did these lines, man. <laughs> I, I you just have to witness it to experience it and understand. And we both together thought it was very funny, you know, as we do now because you have no control. You can't stop them from doing what they're doing and spraying what they're spraying. But we went inside and the news was on. And sure enough, after we had just started standing in the yard laughing as we watched multiple planes fly over and and do their patterns. They show that clip on the news on how it's a beautiful, bright, sunny day, and it has the chemtrails going on in the background, and we thought it was funny. You should uh, get a telescope or some good binoculars to try to get the see what what plane it is. I I don't need to. It's Air Force, and they also, uh, (laughs) they privately... The the video you sent me, those are passenger planes. There was no plane in the pic. It was just an image from uh, the news, but uh, it's um they private they uh sell uh they contracted out to private companies and they do it all over Colorado. And you can find you can find the contracts. You can even find the schedule. You can I, I, I could you can go on to uh, the website for uh, Colorado and okay. see the schedule. It's there. It's just what they do. 
Uh, I sent you the picture because it's funny that it was just in the image of a clear blue sky day, and you have the clouds. It was a there was actual cloud overcast going on, induced from the chemtrails with lines of chemtrails going on behind her, and it was very funny. We found it to be hilarious here, because everybody knows it's going on. It's obvious here in Colorado, and you know, it, all you could do is point it out, poke fun, and laugh about it because we have no control. They're poisoning us from above. They're probably poisoning us in the food, like at McDonald's, and they're probably poisoning the meat. Or the meat's actually good. Maybe you're supposed to be eating meat, but they don't want you to eat meat. They want you to get off the meat and eat the bugs. No cause and effect, but the more red meat consumed, the higher the risk of developing type 2 diabetes oh, over the that risk. period of time. Wow. And you have a master's degree in nutrition. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to prevent or offset? this that was the silver lining in this study michael is that they did find that consuming as little as a half a serving a day of legumes and nuts dramatically low yeah don't eat that meat eat these beans <laughs> and nuts you peasants that risk of 30 percent or more but there are other things that that people should know about know your risk if you have a family history or you've had diabetes in pregnancy you're at higher risk getting screened with a simple blood test Everyone should do that regardless of their weight, but keeping your weight in a healthy range is key for preventing or lowering the risk of type 2 diabetes. Swapping out proteins, we all love our occasional burger, but fish, plant-based protein, definitely healthier. Plant-based protein, get that impossible burger, come on. And exercise. Uh, and fish, and you guys just dumped Fukushima. <laughs> no, have some of this Fukushima fish we've been <laughs> storing up for you. It's filled with plutonium and all that good stuff. Including walking so getting those steps in all right oh and at the end you know make sure you get out there and walk once in a while right don't run don't jog don't go lift weights don't go to the gym and join a cycling class right no no no, no. just walk walk around once in a while after you ate your beans and uh your legumes and your <laughs> i think those are the same thing i think <laughs> you gotta say legumes yeah. say the beans it's just so funny to me man no, no, no. Lagoon is like a peanut. <laughs> no, I think it's like a, oh, well, whatever it is. Uh, they just want to, they're fancy words for don't eat meat because you peasants shouldn't be eating the meat. The meat is for the rich people. See? Well, that, that's the problem is they made the, they made the middle class too big and we all feel like we're rich. We shouldn't be eating meat. Ah, good call. We should be eating our legumes. Exactly. Yeah, legumes and pasta. Uh, mm. I lost him there. All right, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, so, the, uh, so I, the difference is a bean is like the seed of the plant, or a legume is a fruit of a plant that's inside a pot. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad so, we are enlightened now on the difference between <laughs> the bean and the legume, and I'm glad to know that I could forego my cheeseburger. And eat my legume instead, or my legume burger. It's interesting that they, we played a clip, and I think it was Dr. Jen, or it was 
one of these uh, Joker morning shows from about a month ago where they completely poo-pooed the idea that intermittent fasting had any health benefits. I know, and it's literally the best thing you can do. It feels so good. And now they're just like, no, I don't know. Uh, You should just be uh, eating three times a day, but just beans. (laughs) Don't eat the meat. Don't eat eggs. You know, that's for rich people. Uh, The worst is the people that do the five meals a day. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That seems a little extreme. I'm going to be honest with you. No, they show up with some gay little little lunchbox that's got five little containers in it. I I only eat eight ounces. Wow! Wow, man! Fuck out of here, dude! I'm just gonna starve for eighteen hours, then <laughs> and then eat a large pizza. Yeah, and that pizza sounds so good, man. You know they don't make pizzas like uh, they do in Chicago here in the Denver region. I gotta say, you know what's crazy is out here. Yeah. Nobody seems to understand that you got to put the meats and the toppings under the cheese. I know. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Because at lunch, I was starving. And I, I couldn't get into this room for like an hour. I had an hour to kill. So I'm like, man, let me just find a pizza place around here, right? Here in Chicago. They're everywhere. And within five minutes walking, there was four places, right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, well, let me go by the reviews. They all had two to three star reviews. <laughs> nice. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. And I had... So you got to read them, right? Like, why is why does this guy, you know? And every, dude, this is how tough it is to be a good piece of place in Chicago. I can't wait. Every, every like, angry review is like, one star. They told me my pizza was going to be ready in 20 minutes. I <laughs> yes. showed up in 20 minutes. It was 23 minutes. <laughs> 23 minutes. I asked for an extra ranch, and they didn't give me the ranch. <laughs> one star but the pizza was really good like one guy literally was like i forgot what he wrote but he ended it it was a one-star review that ended with but overall the food was really good pretty tasty <laughs> service was fantastic but, but overall the food he wrote something about the bathroom it was like this two paragraph thing and then at the end he literally wrote overall the food was pretty good and like one star. That was the one I ended up going to, and the pizza was great. Oh, that's amazing, man. I, you know, I was just thinking about how when we look up places to go eat, you're looking for that 4.5 star, you know what I'm saying, and up, right? You're looking for the, the high star rating when it comes to a good restaurant or a good place to eat. But when I'm checking out for dive bars, I, well, I always end up picking the places that are like, 3.9. Oh. 4.0. Might, maybe it's regional. Around here, the sweetest spot is a 3.0, but you got to read the review. You yeah, well, that's three... what I'm saying. You got to go to the reviews and get the ones that yeah. are lower, like the non-4.0s or 4.0 and under. Those are the dive yeah. bars you want to go to because you know a bunch of woke assholes came in you know, and were offended and, you know, just yeah. bombed the review site. He called me ma'am and he didn't even <laughs> ask me what my pronouns were. I used to work at a bar for about five years or so, and Emma and I were heading over there, and I was just looking up directions uh, just to see the time, you know what I'm saying, to gauge the traffic. And the review side thing popped up, 
and I uh, it caught me off guard because the reviews, uh, the score had dropped. You know what I'm saying? And so I kind of like checked it out, and I was uh, beside myself with laughter because this bar I used to work with or uh, at apparently now. Uh, according to everybody who enters there, is the single most racist establishment ever created. <laughs> everybody there is being uh, racially oh, offended when they walk sweet, into this place. <laughs> sweet justice, dude, because that place went all COVID, super loud. Oh, sweet justice. They always eat their own. Oh, man, folks. Yeah, well, anything Great. in you know, Boulder is just going to consume itself at some point. There's no doubt oh, about it's it. That's so funny. Yeah, that's yeah. The, uh, dude. The reviews though, you got to go for the low reviews for the dive bars. Well, you want you got to read them. You want the ones that yeah, the white girl hate. Dude, like my favorite burrito place, El Burrito. Oh yeah. If you read the reviews, it's a three. Po- it's a three point something. It's so funny. All the reviews are like these white girls complaining about the service. And then <laughs> yes. the, or the bathroom, then, right? Yeah. Those are all, yeah, and the bathrooms and the always tiles, the bathroom. The, the, the tables are old and like. Dude, then you have nothing but five stars from all the Hispanics and the working guys. Like, guys who in their pictures are wearing, like, high-visibility shirts. <laughs> Cheap drinks, good food. Yeah, literally. It's all affordable, great burrito, fills you up for the whole day. I You're can like, come in, yeah. Winner. If I can have, like, three beers and, you know, some food and walk out and pay 25 bucks or 30 bucks, that's a great time. Great time, yeah. I don't know what you people are asking, you know. Well, you know, everything is so expensive these days it's because we have to pay all these workers now $20 an hour plus full health benefits. Uh, what are the UAW workers asking for? Isn't it 25 an hour? Am I correct on that? And four-day UAW. work week? No, no, yeah, to start. Right, yeah. There are, there, start so at everyone's, 25. Everyone's jacking up the price and going on strike. And, what, and they want a four-day week. Right. And you know what I have been kind of saying for a long time is you keep this up. You keep raising your price and increasing your value. You're going to be replaced by the kiosk sooner or later. It's going to happen no matter where you're at. Uh, well, eventually that $5 million robot starts to get worth it. You know, <laughs> And you ain't kidding because Jeff Bezos is doing just that, man. From robots to artificial intelligence, Amazon says it's revolutionizing the way consumers get their orders. It comes as e-commerce sales are predicted to grow at least 10% this holiday season, reaching $278 billion, according to Deloitte. Amazon alone estimated God, to deliver our money 13... Mean anything, dude. No, nothing. Half it's million. Yeah, that's, that's Everything crazy. now is just a hundred billion. I know, man. R- remember that one clip we played a while back, where it was like it was like Bill Clinton from the nine, or no, it was Bush from early two thousands, and he was like, "We're yes. gonna have to come together, find a way to devote forty billion dollars to this war." And everybody was like, "Whoa, forty billion dollars!" <laughs> that's half of what we're sending to you, Ukraine and Israel. <laughs> That's what we spend on porta potties now. It's insane. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. Parcels each day. And it's all about innovation. I'm inside Boss 27. This is a state of the art facility just outside of Boston. And with me now is Amazon's. So they're in this giant facility, and there are like five human beings in the entire place. And they have these pallets that are. Uh, 
you know, pretty massive and they're blue colored and they are transporting all these buckets around of the stuff. All right. And they're all automated. Everything is, it's all robots and they're moving in line and in unison and they're transporting the goods from the shelves, right? You have the robots. These, they have robots that look like Terminators. I'm not kidding with legs and arms and they're pulling things off shelves. <laughs> And putting them in, yes, and putting them into these things. And then these little other robots that are just platforms with wheels are scurrying these objects around the warehouse. It, I, I'm telling you, people, you ain't getting that 25 bucks an hour. You're going to be replaced by a robot. It's happening. Well, unless you're the guy that can fix the robot. Well, that's the thing. I, like, you only need so many of those. I, everybody on strike yeah. right now demanding outrageous wages and compensation for being just a, a line worker of whatever type in food or factory or cars or anything. The future is now. You are replaced. You may have just walked out of your job unknowingly. I swear on it. This, everybody, I implore everybody, this is on CBS. Check out this clip. It's so crazy. It really, to me, I thought, my God, millions of people are out of jobs now. They have robots running an actual facility that we've all probably received items from through Amazon at this point. And, you know, I was, I was actually just kind of thinking, like, you know, kind of smugly, like, well, fuck them, I'm a plumber. But, dude, robots don't use the bathroom. No, and they don't get injured. Oh, man, we're not going to be doing any plumbing at these warehouses. <laughs> we're, we're toast, man. They got this whole thing covered, like it, the demand for the the increased wage and everything. I don't know. I I think people are in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, there's something up with this. You're, you're gonna get to a point where you'll have like an area out in the middle of nowhere where they just build these mega factories. Yes, and there'll be there'll be like one guy that just like it'll you know, it'll oh, be Steve Buscemi. Down, yes. He goes and resets it. Yes. Yeah. No, that's literally what I, I'm really serious about this. I think Amazon is gearing up to just build massive facilities in various parts of the country that are logistically via, you know, uh, you know, centered so they can reach certain areas and it's just going to be robots. And I'm not just talking in the warehouse, man, those vans are going to be driven by AI robots. It's going to be Tesla stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they are, they're getting rid of humans. Eventually, I think it's gonna be really hard to do the, the auto drive. Well, what if you get enough people to take enough boosters? Then we're all uh, knocked away, and you could just have robots doing everything. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I keep watching like the drivers in Chicago. Like, it's so hard to predict. There's no way you can program a computer. For sure. So we'll keep uh, rolling with our driver humans, but I am telling you, and I again, CBS, check out this clip. It's unbelievable. Uh, the visuals of these robots is mind-blowing. Technologist for robotics, Ty Brady. Ty, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So this is the first time the public will see some of the new technology you are rolling out for the holidays. What happens in a lab like this? We are reimagining the future of robotics so that you can do your holiday shopping even better. Today, Amazon launches Sequoia, its brand new robotic system in Houston. The company says it's capable of stocking merchandise 75% more quickly 
and delivering your orders 25% faster. Yeah, because it doesn't take a smoke break every three hours and no. then take an hour lunch break and then it calls out sick because its dog is sick. You know, it's like... Never it, shows up high. Yes, dude. That's why it's working 70% better, man. <laughs> what was the problem you were trying to solve with Sequoia? We want to offer a wider selection for our customers. We want to do that in a very efficient manner so that we can pass on a low cost to our customers. Brady says Sequoia also makes it safer for employees, reducing the number of accidents and repetitive stress injuries. So you don't have to get on <laughs> because you don't have any stoned ass employees tripping over shit and you know <laughs> knocking stuff over. This is so crazy. The ladder, you don't have to so bend crazy. down on your knees. You, you don't know have to reach crazy? up. I think really that high. word means the drought. Sequoia. Yeah. <clears throat> the drought. That's what they're saying. Yeah, well, the Sequoia is the name of their blue robot that I was describing. It's a platform robot with the wheels, and they uh, are going in these lines and transporting all these goods. They're about to describe the bipedal robots, these human-like robots. I can't describe it any further. Uh, they're... They're walking around carrying stuff. It's fucking crazy. They're able to bring these totes from the warehouse to a okay, workstation so like this, where I met up with David so Guerin, who helped design and build Sequoia. A machine has gotten this item out of the warehouse, brought it over here, and now what happens? Now the associate finds the item um, that's up on the screen. So we take it out. This is a yellow phone we case. We scan it. Okay. We put it in uh, a tote to be sent to another part of the building for packaging. We let the system know it's, it's, it's in there, and then this will cycle through and deliver us another tote to pick something else out of. And just how do those towers move around? Meet Hercules. Today is graduation day. The finished robots form a line and drive themselves onto their own shipping pallets where they'll head off to work at fulfillment centers uh. around the world. Amazon is also introducing Digit. This new bipedal robot can grab and move orders in warehouse spaces not designed for humans. Yeah! <laughs> wow. This is Star Wars shit, man. We're in a place where we got like a Attack of the Clones happening, dude. These guys are, these robots are going to start making their own robots and they're going to improve their own robots with the AI and then they're just going to take over the world. Imagine you open the door on one of those facilities and they all stop and look at you. Wow, that well, yeah, that'd be <laughs> creepy. And or what if just through the natural course, right? Maybe that's just how consciousness works. You leave them unattended because they're robots. You think they're just gonna, you know, do their job, but you show up unexpected, and they're all like hanging out, smoking weed, you know, partying, <laughs> not doing their job. There's all this stuff broken. You know, they're just so they're so human now, right? They're just doing human, th you know, things. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I think that maybe. clip again should freak everybody out. You know, we have a lot of scary stuff, I guess, going on in the world, but that scares me more than anything happening with Hamas and Israel. Honestly. Uh, well, yeah, there's going to be a lot of unemployed people. Lots of unemployed uh, people. I I really do believe they're going to phase out not just the coders, right, because of the AI, but they're going to phase out now the uh, the warehouse workers. And what if we have these bipedal robots who can mimic and be human-like? That's your driver right there, man. They could just hop into a van and drive away.
Yeah, I don't think you'll need them to drive. The, the car will drive itself. All right, well, yeah. Of course, that's, that's what right. I was trying to say. Of course, yeah. We're going to have the... <laughs> it was poo-pooed earlier. You give it about 20 minutes, folks, you, you know, you get an acceptance on it. And so, yeah, we'll get yeah. the... Uh, Robot cars, you get the robots in the uh, robot warehouse. This all kind of reminds me of iRobot with Will Smith. Yeah, that's a good movie. Kind of vibes. Pre-slap Will Smith. Smith. Dude, post-slap, though, I got to say, Will Smith has, like, rekindled the fire down below, if you will. Call back to, uh, with his relationship with the Jada Pinkett Smith, man. They're... They're like uh, hot and heavy now again. Uh, dude, I don't care. That's so stupid. I know you don't care. I don't care. I'm just saying. That's it's, so stupid. It's hilarious. Come on. It was the slap heard around the world. Maybe one of the greatest cultural moments of our lifetimes, I have to say. It brought us I back st- together. I still can't wait to see who wins the Oscar first. Him or Spacey. Oh, it's going to be Kevin Spacey. He just did an event in, I think, Oxford, or he was, he was overseas somewhere in, you know, Italy or London or something, and got like a 10-minute standing ovation for some speech he did. Mm. Nah, he's still, I don't think he could win. Uh, Spacey's back, dude. He's, he's going to be in a big movie, I'm telling you I think, right I now. Think, I think Will Smith will be in one first. Well, Smith is making a comeback. People are, uh, you know, kind of into him again, I guess. He, he's been kind of victimized by this Jada Pinkett Smith. Did you see the stuff she was releasing recently? I know it's hard to pay attention to it because everybody's talking about Britney Spears's abortion that she had with Justin Timberlake, right? Like, that's all anybody <laughs> could talk about. The abortion that so happened 30 years ago. So stupid. Right? That's all we care about. Uh, but Imagine no. how crazy that kid would be, but very good looking. Crazy, maybe, but absolutely, yeah, a gorgeous kid, right? I maybe. Have you seen Justin Timberlake recently? I'm thinking not aging well. He he's kind of got like bird like qualities going on. He's almost turning into an Angry Bird. <laughs> he kind of has an Angry Bird look going on there. You're, you're totally right. <laughs> I can't shake it from my mind. Yeah, you know, if anybody should play Zelensky in a movie. This guy looks like Zelensky. It's weird. Out of the group, I think Joey Fatone has aged the best. He looks like a normal middle-aged guy. I don't know, man. JT looks all right. Uh, that hair, you think he's got, he's got to have the plug. That's got it. He definitely did the plugs, man. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, is that what you're saying? He went for the yeah, plugs? Yeah, come on. Come on. It's too thick. He should do the ice tips again. Remember those, uh, the, you know, was it ice tips? What was that look where he had the, uh, you know, the white tips? A lot of the dudes, when we were kids, a lot of the dudes did the white tip. Remember that? Joey Fatone literally looked exactly the same, just with whiter hair. Yes. And somebody told him, somebody stopped telling him that he's getting fat. (laughs) He took Ozempic, I'm telling you. No, he gained a little bit of weight. He got the, he got the thick. fat face, but thick man, boy. that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Fatone definitely looks better than JT right now. JT is looking Timberlake, funky. It, you look weird when you try to look young forever. Yes, yeah, that's my point for sure. I, that's why I just keep hoping for that salt and pepper hair soon. You know, I want to enter the... The goal in your 30s is to turn into George Clooney. 
George Clooney in his 30s looked like he does now. Yeah, every man, they, you want your hair to turn gray, not fall out. Yes, you want it to turn gray early, so that way, like, people, like, are shocked, right? Oh, my God, you, you know, he looks older, more distinguished, but, oh, he's 38, 40 years old, right? Wow, okay. And then you can rock that look for, like, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, it's a and, good look. And so then people think you don't age almost. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, yeah, it's a good look. It's a good move. Whereas to be Paul Rudd, that guy, he's doomed, man. There's going to be a day, well, a day where Paul Rudd dramatically ages, or he just has a pile of Korean boys stacked <laughs> up in his backyard. He's getting or, that foreskin. Uh, his neck just keeps getting older. <laughs> seems to be the trend in Hollywood. Well, the trend in Hollywood uh, these days is to glorify things, right? Especially Ukraine. And I'm talking about my man, Sean Penn. You know it. Oh, uh-uh, yeah. Dude, I don't Look. want to talk about Sean Penn. No, I'm not at all, actually. There's no Sean Penn here. <laughs> dude, what about Vandersloot? Oh, Va- you want to do Vandersloot? Dude, we got to do Vandersloot, man. All this right. is like from our childhood. I totally forgot it was on here. All right, here we go. Let's do Vandersloot. Tonight, nearly two. Are you sure? Because everybody's forgotten about Ukraine. I got a, such a good Ukraine one. All right, we'll do this. Ah, we'll do Ukraine, no, no, we're, Ukraine. no, no, no. Ah, I go Ukraine. No, fuck Ukraine. I just think it's funny. The whole joke was nobody remembers Ukraine. All right, that's the whole joke. <laughs> Everybody is suddenly like, Zelensky's out there. He's got his sleeves. He needs a piece. The sleeves. The cocaine. But nobody. Nobody's helping him out. Nobody's paying attention. It's there is no Ukraine news anywhere. It's so sad. I feel bad for him now. It's crazy. Where's he going to get all that money for the cocaine? <laughs> all right, so let's do... No, I love this. Uh, this is a crazy story. I can't believe this happened. We got to do it. You're right. It's from when we were younger. Uh, you, we all knew this dude killed her, right? So let's do it. Natalie Nearly Holloway. Nearly two decades after Natalie Holloway vanished during a school trip in Aruba, the suspect at the center of her case, Joran Vandersloat, confessing. Today... I can tell you. It's Vander Sloat? I thought it was yeah, Sloat. I, I think it depends how much money you have. I think we're getting Turk aid right here. I'm pretty sure. Certainty that after 18 years, Natalie's case, it's solved. Yaron Vander Sloat is no longer the suspect in my daughter's murder. He is the killer. Holloway, last seen leaving a bar in Aruba Speaking with Vander Sloat. Speaking of plastic surgery, the- did you see that, Mom? I mean... Wow, dude, take it easy. She definitely did a few nose jobs. Oh, she's got that Michael Jackson nose. Got that Michael nose, Jackson dude. nose, definitely, dude. <laughs> like, I was like I afraid mean, it was going to fall off during the interview. Like, don't powder it too hard. Well, you know, yeah. and I don't want to be mean to the deceased, but you take a look at those pictures of Natalie Holloway, right? She, you know, you could see the nose that runs in the family there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Maybe. Dude, she, was, she was pretty. Ah, uh, come on. She was beautiful. Yeah, but she had a schnozzola. I, I bet you came from the mom. The mom probably had a little work done. Yeah, but the mom didn't have the work done until now. Back then, that was hot. Right. Yeah, well, back then, like, one of the sex symbols of the late 90s was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, man. Yeah, well... Wasn't she? Yeah, I don't know. Sarah, okay, I never Sarah's, thought, no. I never no, thought she was right attractive. But she Sarah was, Jessica Parker was one of those bullshit, like, 
Every woman told us we were supposed to be attracted to her. Yes, that's why like, I never got like, it. No never guy was no. ever. You never heard guys in the locker room talking uh, about Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker, Jessica man. Parker. Oh, yeah. or <laughs> any of those old bitches on the fucking sex of the. No, city. I never thought any of them were attractive, dude. Or Whoa. you know, they're attractive, but you know what I mean. It wasn't like um. You know, we were into Jennifer Aniston or whatever yes. at that time, man. We had friends, dude. Those guys were hot. That's right. I've been catching some friends in the morning. I'll, I'll cuz I've been watching uh TBS. They have uh the MLB playoffs going on. Sadly, I know you've all seen no Cubs, no Yankees. Uh <laughs> I definitely missed the boat on that prediction, but uh watching them and in the morning, in the morning, you know, I uh, it's TBS still, and it's always Friends reruns, and they've just been actually catching me totally off guard with how absurd that show was. But, dude, oh, so Courtney stupid. Cox, Jennifer Aniston, come on, man. Courtney Cox, what a bit. Not now, dude. She ruined her I know. Face. She did some weird but. stuff there. But Total Babe back in the day, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it was weird that they tried to sell Jessica Parker as this, like, sex symbol, the Sex in the City gal, like, the whole, she's hot, she would do all the photo shoots and be on the magazine covers and all this stuff, but it just, um, you know, never translated to the men. <laughs> In yeah, a weird no, way. really, no guys ever talked about how hot she was. It was crazy. The gay guys did. Right, weird. yeah, it's, um, it was all, it was always about how beautiful she was. Maybe not hot, right? I guess, but <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is no guys ever really talked about her, except like they didn't know what we were supposed to find attractive. Sarah Jessica Parker was hot to women for some reason, but not to men. She, wa- she was the female Pete Davidson. She had the big vagina energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was, yeah. I think it's big tit energy. Big vag energy. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Not like China, though, who had the big clit energy. You got to watch out for that. Oh, yeah. China had the big clit energy. That was the one where everybody was like, all right, where's the line between big clit and small dick? Yes. (laughs) I definitely asked myself, what am I looking at here? And how am I feeling? (laughs) Am I gay right now? (laughs) (laughs) It was a good litmus test, you know? It was a big clit. There's no doubt about it. She had the big clit energy. Uh, you could say maybe she was the Pete Davidson, actually, uh, uh, the female of that time. No, but, Sarah Jessica Parker. Right, She's, get, like, small. All right, I'll give it to Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, China she, was her own monster. Okay. <laughs> Jessica Parker had something going on. Let's uh, continue down this uh, old, old-time old pathway here uh, with the Natalie Holloway and Vander Slout. Is that what they're saying, Slout? I have no idea. That's just, what a weird name. This guy's a weirdo, man. Last scene, leaving a bar. And I say it because it gets weird. I, I thought I knew about this dude, but this story's kind of weirder than I thought. Killer. Holloway, last seen leaving a bar in Aruba with Vandersloot in May 2005. Court documents show the Dutch national now telling investigators the two were kissing each other on the beach. When she refused his further advances, Vandersloot bludgeoned her with a cinder block laying on the beach, then disposed of her body in the ocean before walking home. In an interview today, Holloway's mother Beth telling ABC News the family's nightmare is over. It's a very victorious day to, to reach this point in a long journey. 
Vandersloat's apparent admission part of a plea deal in a federal extortion case accusing him of demanding $250,000 from Beth Holloway in 2010 <laughs> in exchange for information about her daughter. Before receiving his 20-year sentence in federal court today, Vandersloat apologizing to Holloway's family, saying in part, I am not the same kind of person today as I was then. I have given my heart to Jesus Christ. Oh, wow, that's uh, interesting. So, you know, he, he murdered someone one time, and, you know, maybe the guilt just ate away at him, and he, he just, you know, he no, had... He... Yeah, wait, well, let's but see. But tonight, Natalie's father, he Dave murdered Holloway, another released... woman. In a statement saying Vandersloat is evil personified. And David Vandersloat will now be returned to Peru, where he is serving a 28-year sentence for the murder of another woman. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct, sir. Well played. He uh, also, I guess, murdered someone else. Guy likes to murder people. He's a murderer. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, bitches should learn to say yes. Oh, wow. I just think that's a wild second move. You know, you get turned down the first time. Oh, I'm just going to reach over here, grab this cinder block, and crush this person's <laughs> skull. <laughs> like, what, dude? That's your reaction? Maybe second move, try to get her drunk? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Slip her a roofie? Do the Cosby? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, at least with the Cosby, you'll get out of the technicality. That's right. You could let the case run long enough that you get away. Oh, man. The cinder block to the head, that's just such an insane... To bludgeon someone with... Oh, dude, that is... That's hardcore murder, man. That is some violent murdering. You're a terrible man. I don't care how you found Jesus. And then you got away with it. But five years later, like, that's it. They're not arresting you. You got away with it. You tried to extort the mother (laughs) in exchange for information about her missing daughter that you didn't kill? (laughs) Dude, what is wrong with this guy? Oh, man, I fucking love it, dude. Uh, It's it's a wild story. I, I mean, the guy is a psychopath. Psychopath. Bottom line. I love this, man. I can't play it because it's too long, but you got to go listen to the old clip of Patrice O'Neill talking about it. It's on his uh, stand-up elephant in the room. That's how old this case is. That's what's crazy. This was like 2000-something, right? What did they say, 20 years ago? Oh, five. Oh, five. Yeah. Hot five. Dude, he he does a whole bit about how we, like, it's really funny now that we know what happened because... He does this whole bit about how, like, when uh, black people go missing, nobody cares. But this one white woman, dude, we spent so much money yes. for her yes. in the ocean. Because the whole story was she was adrift in the ocean. We wasted a lot of money trying to find her. That's so funny. I don't remember what the story allegedly was that she ended up out there. You know what I'm saying? She was the one, right? She was. They thought she was like, like out at sea. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. So what I remember, she was on a class trip, and then she was unaccounted for, and nobody could find her. And then this dude, you know, lied and never. I I don't remember what he said. To be totally honest, it, it was such a wild moment. So long ago. But I totally remember the media being swept up in it. 
everybody was obsessed with this girl being missing and everybody knew this dude did it, but he like got away with it for decades. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I don't know. That's what's so wild about it. So yeah, maybe the guilt probably ate him up on some level, right? And he just kind of like in a weird way had to reach out to the mom and you know do the extortion thing. Maybe that was like OJ writing. If I did it, you know what I mean, like. I just kind of like have to, I don't know, who knows what goes on in the mind of a dude who's like 18 or whatever and just bludgeons someone to death because they didn't like, you know, give him a head. Yeah, that's a little weird, right? It's a uh, we- weird reason to kill someone, but you know, you know, moment of passion, I get it. But then to do it again like 10 years later. I know, I, I know, know. it's a pattern. You seem like uh, one of those, you know, psychopaths who goes out there and kills people. <laughs> no offense. Just, you know. Two times, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess maybe there's other victims out there too. Listen, Vanderslip, everybody deserves a second chance. Come out. <laughs> Bodies are starting to pile up. You gotta wait for his book to come out. If I did it twice, it's a fantastic, <laughs> a fantastic tale of hypotheticals and what ifs. <laughs>